This is a series that I'm kicking off today. I want to say the supernatural church. The supernatural church today, part number one, we're going to look at how to access the supernatural life. I want us to look at the book of 1 John chapter 5. 1 John chapter 5, the supernatural church series. Today we're looking at accessing the supernatural life. Praise the Lord. 1 John chapter 5, we're going to read two verses, verse number 1 and verse number 4. If you have found it, say amen. amen. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. I want you to take note of that phrase, born of God. Now, who is the person who is born of God? Whosoever believeth. That Jesus is the Christ. That person is born of God. We can look at the phrase like this. We can say that person has been birthed by God. God births that person. And everyone that loveth him that begat, loveth him that... Love at him also that is begotten of him. Look at verse number four. For whatsoever is born of God. You see that phrase again. Whatsoever is born of God. In other words, whatsoever is birthed by God. Overcometh the world. Overcometh the world. The reason you are more than an overcomer, more than a conqueror is because you were born by God. Can you see that? Because you were born by God, you are an overcomer. It just comes naturally. Because that is what you carry. Because that is the God you serve. The God you serve is an overcomer. The God you serve cannot be defeated. The God you serve cannot be put down. The God you serve cannot be sick. Now, don't take that. Don't twist that. I'm not, I'm not implying that if someone is sick, for that reason, they are not born of God. But I'm just trying to show you the perfect plan. Because we can see the perfect plan. But we can also see that so many have not risen to the place where they leave the perfect plan. All of that is possible. All of that are attainable. You can actually rise to the place where you live the life that God has called you to live. The life of God is on the inside of the believer. Amen. Now, if people are still overcome by the elements on, in the world and overcome by circumstances and overcome by the kingdom of darkness, that does not negate the fact that what God has made available to us is still there. You are more than a conqueror. You are an overcomer. Why? Because you were born of God. Period. Now your personal testimony may not line up to this. But that does not change what God has said. That does not change what God has planted in your heart. You have been born of God. Can someone say, I'm born of God? 
whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. I'm an overcomer. I am an overcomer. Come on, say that loud and clear. I am an overcomer. Say it like you truly mean it. I am an overcomer. This year, 2022, you will overcome. Come on now, say amen. Now, if the Bible says you will overcome, or if the Bible says you overcome the world, that simply means that some things are going to be thrown at you. Is that correct? Some things are going to be thrown at you. If these things are thrown at you, or when they are thrown at you, you will overcome. The Bible says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. So weapons will be formed, but they will not prosper. Every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment, you will condemn. For this is the heritage. This is the inheritance of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Come on now, say amen. In verse number 15, this is Isaiah 54. It says, they shall surely assemble, but not by me, saith the Lord. As many that shall assemble against you will fall for your sake. In Deuteronomy 28, it says, they shall come out against you one way, but they shall flee from you seven different directions. Can someone shout amen? amen. Tell two people, I am an overcomer. Because, because I am born of God. Because I am born of God. This is the supernatural life that has been given to the born again child of God. God is supernatural and everything that God does is supernatural. God is not natural, God is supernatural. So if God is supernatural, that means we are supernatural. That, that amen needs some, needs some prayer this morning. If God is supernatural, that means I, a child of God, must be supernatural. Amen. Come on now, say amen. If God is supernatural, the ones that God has given birth to are also supernatural. If God does supernatural things, that means we also do supernatural things. Oh my goodness. That is what Jesus said in the book of John chapter 14 verse 12. Verily, verily I say unto you. He that believeth on me. The works that I do shall he also do. And even greater works. Because I go to my father. Yes, Come on now say amen. amen. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creation. He that believeth and is baptized will be saved. He that believeth not will be condemned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. What did Jesus do? Cast out devils. What do we do? Cast out devils. Because we have the DNA. Come on now. We have God's DNA. His divine natural attributes. We have his DNA. Divine nature. It's on the inside of us. His divine nature rests in you. Come on. Praise the Lord. Come on now say amen. Come on now say amen. God's divine. I want to say God's divine. It's on the inside of me. 
Come on now, say amen. amen. Divine nature and attributes dwells within us. God's divine nature. So if Jesus cast devils out, I cast devils out. I'm not afraid of devils. You are not afraid of devils. When devils saw Jesus, they began to freak out. When devils see you, they must freak out. That amen is so weak because some people are not sure. Some people think if devils see them, the devils will start running them out of town. But I'm here to tell you what is available to the church. What is available to us is that when devils see us, devils begin to run helter-skelter. We are not the ones to run helter-skelter. We are not the ones to run like a chicken with his head chopped off. We are not the ones to run confused. The devil is the one that runs confused. Why? Because when we come, we come in the name that is above every other name. For my Bible says, and God has highly exalted him and giving unto him a name that is above every other name. That are the mention of the name Jesus. Every knee would bow of things in heaven, of things on earth, of things beneath the earth. And every tongue will confess to the glory of the Father that Jesus Christ is Lord. Whenever we come in the name of Jesus, we come deputized by God to use that name. And when we say in the name of Jesus, devils run because it is not us they're running from they're running from the powers of glory that backs us up they're running from the god of glory that backs us up they're running from jesus because when we say in the name of jesus come out of that man that devil does not hear my voice that devil hears the voice of jesus and when he hears the voice of jesus he has no option he has to run he has to come out he has to bow everything bows to the name of jesus christ the son of the living God that is the authority we have because we have this divine nature and attribute on the inside of us you shall cast out devils you shall speak with new tongues you shall take up snakes snakes there of course refers to the, 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 the demons of hell Satan and all his cohorts, you shall take them with your hands. You know what that speaks of? That speaks of dominion. You shall take up snakes. You shall take up snakes. You shall take up snakes. You shall exercise the dominion of the kingdom of God. Why? Because you've got the divine nature of God on the inside of you. When Jesus comes to town, devils run. When you come to town, devils run. This is what I'm prophesying over the church this morning. When you come to town, devils run. When you come to town, cancer runs. When you come to town, sickness runs. When you come to town, the works of the devil must cease. Because Jesus Christ comes in on the inside of you. And when you open your mouth and speak, Jesus Christ will speak through your mouth. And when the devils of hell hears the words of Jesus, they have no option than to run and to give way. Because there is no power like the power in the name of Jesus. There is no name like the name of Jesus. And I'm telling you, my brothers and sisters, in 2022, we must understand the authority and the dominion that has been vested upon 
upon us as the church and as children of God. And it's time to open your mouth and begin to speak to that devil. It's time to open your mouth and begin to speak to that sickness. It's time to open your mouth and begin to speak to the circumstances of life. It's time to open your mouth in the name that is above every other name. I do not come in my name. I do not come in my tribe. I do not come from my nationality. But I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. And I command you to leave. And when I do that, by the authority of heaven, they must bow. They must leave. They must obey. Come on now, if you believe it, put those hands together and give Jesus the glory and the praise. Hallelujah. There is no name that I know like the name of Jesus. There is no power that I know like the power of the Holy Ghost. The power of the Spirit of God. The awesome name of Jesus. And I hope you know that with us are the angels of God. They've been sent to help us. They surround us like fire. Come on now say amen. They surround us like fire. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The psalmist said, Arise, O God, let your enemies be scattered. When God wakes up, not that he sleeps, but you know what I mean. When God falls his sleeves and when God gets into battle, the Bible says he is a man of war. When he gets into a fight, there is no fight that can defeat the fight of our God. There is no devil that can defeat the God we serve. There is no demon that can withstand the name of Jesus. Each of us must understand and rise up to the place of using that name. And when we do, devils run. Hallelujah. These signs will follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up snakes. They shall take up snakes. That speaks of dominion. You're going to have dominion this year. Nothing, I'm telling you right now in the name of Jesus, nothing will dominate you. Nothing of the kingdom of darkness will have dominion over your life. You are going to dominate every trouble. You are going to dominate every circumstance. You are going to dominate sickness. You are going to dominate the kingdom of darkness. You are going to dominate poverty. You are going to dominate depression. You are going to dominate the works of the devil. There is nothing the devil will throw at you this year that will overpower you. Because you come in the name of Jesus. And when you come in the name of Jesus, every name must bow and every tongue must confess to the glory of the Father that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God. Come on, put your hands together and give Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, all the praise and all the glory. Hallelujah. Yay, glory to God. <laughs> in my name. Everyone say, in my name. In actual fact, that phrase in my name means you represent me. That's what it means. It is like when you give to your lawyer the power of attorney and the lawyer goes into the court of law and represents you. The lawyer speaks to the judge, but it is not the lawyer speaking to the judge. It is you speaking to the judge because you have deputized the lawyer to represent you in the court of law. We have been deputized to represent Jesus. And so when we speak, it is not I speaking. It is Jesus speaking. When we speak, it is not my authority it is your authority in the name of Jesus when I speak it is not my words it is the words of the Lord that is what the Bible says the word of God is like fire shut up in my bones and when I speak it it is not my word it is the word of the Lord that is coming out of my mouth and who can stand against the Lord who can fight against the Lord who can overcome God no one can no devil can no sickness can no circumstance can that is why we come in 
the name that is above every other name and we use that name this year and we are going to see great victory in every area of our lives in this church in your family in your personal life in your business in your finance in your body come on if you believe it give the lord a big shout of hallelujah yes glory to god <laughs> yay hallelujah glory to god Hey, glory to God. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. Then the next one is if they drink anything poisonous, anything deadly. If they drink poison, it will not hurt them. You know what that speaks about? That speaks of divine immunity. Oh my goodness. No matter what the devil throws at you this year. It will bounce off and it will return back to where it came from. It will go back to where it came from. You are under God's divine protection. You are under God's divine immunity. Think about those guys who work for the government. Those that work at the embassy. They have a special passport. They don't go through the same gate like everyone else. Because they have political what? immunity there is this immunity the government puts upon them and then when they come through with their passport in actual fact before the plane lands there, there is news all over the airport that somebody is on the way and this person is a VIP they don't check their bags don't even get me started on that one. Because you know what happens. Uh -huh. They don't check their bags. They don't do none of those. They don't have to get them to come through the x-ray machine. Their bags are not scanned. Because of immunity. When they drive around town, they, they have a different number plate. Very special one. Even when they are involved in an accident, you don't arrest them. Who knows what I'm talking about this morning? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The embassy of our country, wherever you come from, the embassy of your country in Turkey, it's your country in Turkey. Did you know that? The embassy of your nation in this country it's your country in Turkey. If anyone wants to mess with you, run into the embassy. And nobody will come through that gate to arrest you. Because the moment you, you come through that gate, you come under the, the protection of that embassy. You are in Jesus. Oh, uh, someone, you, somebody, so, yeah. Somebody, it just, it just went from the front all the way to the back. Suddenly somebody got the message. Some, suddenly somebody realized, I am no more in the kingdom of darkness. 
And because I have been moved out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of the son of his love. The kingdom of darkness does not have authority over me in any way. Not even the slightest authority. Not even the slightest influence does the kingdom of darkness have over the believer. But unfortunately, many are ignorant of this truth. And that is why they are still terrorized at night by one midget demon. Pastor, the devil is after me. Why is he after you? No, you should be after him. Amen. You should be the one driving him out of your home, driving him out of town. Not the other way around. Because you are in the kingdom of God. And because you are in the kingdom of God, you have immunity. You've got divine immunity. That is why Jesus said you, you're going to drink poison. It won't hurt you. In other words, listen to this carefully. In other words, all the natural stuff will not affect you. They won't affect you. I like what Paul did. When they got to the island of Malta. I'd like to go to Malta someday. I like what Paul did. <laughs> I've got some friends in Malta. And I would like to go to Malta sometime soon by the grace, by the grace of God. But they got to the island of Malta. And the Bible says as they were gathering sticks, because it was winter, it was cold. Don't forget they just came through a shipwreck. And they were gathering sticks. And the Bible tells us that as Paul stuck his hand to pick some sticks, this viper stung him. In actual fact, the viper clung to his hand. And Paul pulled it out. And look at the viper. On the hand of a man of God. The viper of course. Had released its venom. Into Paul. But guess what Paul had on the inside. Divine. Divine immunity. Divine. <laughs> divine some of the baddest snakes in the world man. You can do your, do your own study. And you will discover this particular viper. The Bible says that the, the natives of the land were watching to see if he would swell and drop dead. Because that is what should have happened. The man should have swollen up right before them. You know, some of these snakes are terrible. They're killing 10 minutes. And some of these things that happen even in places in Africa in the wild... Because hospitals are so far from where these snake, uh, snake bites occur, many don't survive it. You don't want to be beaten by a black mamba. Oh my goodness, that's one of the, that's one of the most venomous snakes in the world. And then people's respiratory system just begins to shut down. Lungs shut down. People begin to bleed internally. That's what happens. But Paul had immunity. Uh, Paul had immunity. I said Paul had immunity. You know what Paul did to the snake? The Bible tells us that he shook it into the fire. He just shook it into the fire. He, he, like that. And continued with business. 
The man was not panicking. Oh, let's now. Where is the closest clinic? Where, where is the, hey, where is the closest hospital? See, see, fear. It's the, it's the door the enemy uses. Do you know why people fear? People fear because they don't have a revelation. The Bible, listen to this, this is very true. The Bible says, perfect love casts out fear. Perfect love casts out fear. Therefore, until you have perfect love, fear is still around. He shook it into the fire. One says, shook it into the fire. Come on now, say it like a minute. He shook it into the fire. Some of the things the enemy will try to put on you this year, you're going to shake it into the fire. Uh, you, you're, you're just going to say, nonsense. I got a revelation the other day. I was, I guess was in the house or in the office. I can't remember, but I was somewhere sitting in the office or in my house. No, it was in the office. And here comes this, this fly just flying around. I had my window open. So it flew in. And I don't know if you know that the Bible calls the devil the lord of the flies. <laughs> so this, this, this little devil, no, this, this fly, <laughs> this fly was just flying around in my office. And I wonder if you get upset with them. Just running, flying all over, flying here, flying there, perch here. Oh, my God. And I said, get out. Uh, you, you, you cannot believe it, the way, I, the way I spoke to the fly. You think oh, if you were at the door, you wonder what's wrong with pastor. Who is he rebuking? Did he see a demon? I saw this small demon flying all over, flying all over my office. I, Come out! Get out! And when you, I kid you not. I kid you not. And don't, don't get me wrong, I'm not getting all spiritual on you right now. I'm not saying because I said that the fly flew out of the office. But the moment I said it, it flew out of my window, out through the window. Flew out of the office. Now, I wouldn't stand here and tell you because I shouted at the fly. That's why the fly <laughs> left the office. Because in all honesty, I, in all honesty, I didn't say in Jesus' name. I just said, get out! And... The moment I said that, it flew out of my office. And I kid you not when I tell you what I'm about to tell you. I got a revelation. You know what I got? That's how to deal with devils. There was this thing, this anger in me. When I told the fly to get out. I, I was so, get out! You know, some people, you, you tolerate the devil too much. You tolerate the works too much. You tolerate sickness. You know, you, you, you start having symptoms and you want people to come and say, sorry, sorry. It's, 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 should, I make you, should I make you hot soup? Should I, make you, should I make you hot soup? Sorry, sorry. And listen, I'm not saying 
if people are struggling, you shouldn't make them soup. If you have to make them soup, no, really, if you have to make them soup, make them soup. But what I'm trying to say is this, there is that mentality of defeat. You've got to get rid of it. You've got to get rid of that mentality of defeat. Come tell me sorry. No. Before you come tell me sorry, I rebuke that symptom in the name of Jesus. This body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And I do not permit you to stay here. I'm not going to sit or sleep on this bed another day. Not even for one moment. You come out in Jesus' mind. In actual fact, you're not even in. You've got no business with me. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, sleep. Honey, honey, honey. Honey, make me soup. <laughs> no. No in Jesus' mighty name. No in Jesus' mighty name. No, I said no in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Come on now, somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Pull out the word of God and pace the floor and speak victory and rebuke that thing. Don't let it stay in your body. Because yes. here is what the devil will do. The, the, if you let it stay, if you let it linger, it might stay for another month. And all the enemy wants is just give him, give him an open door. And then before you know it, you're already saying this is my sickness. Now it has become your sickness. This my pain. This my heap. This my. I love my mother with all of my heart. And I'm, I'm, I, I just wish I can spend time and just open the word and show my mother. Mama. Mama. Look. Look at what the word says. She's born again. Filled with the Holy Ghost. Speaks in tongues. She's now about 78. Heading to 80. And bless her. But don't ask mama, are you okay? She knows. I told her, the moment you ask mama, mama, are you okay? My leg, <laughs> my hands, my, 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 and, and yes, that's what she's dealing with. But I prayed. I prayed many times. Okay, mama, I pray for you. In Jesus' name. Be healed. In the name of Jesus. Be free. The depth of revelation will do deep things in your life. And it's so important. Come on now, somebody shout amen. amen. The depth of revelation you have would do deep things in your life. The Bible is filled with supernatural happenings. The New Testament church was birthed supernaturally. The believer in Christ by virtue of his spiritual birth is supposed to operate in the supernatural. Can someone say amen? amen. Now in closing. Notice what it says. You are born of God. So if I am born of God. That means I have the attributes of God. Is that correct? That means I've got God's potential. 
But like you've heard me say, potential is potential until you tap into it. Potential remains dormant until you activate potential. You've heard this very elaborate explanation, example I've given to you many times. And if you've never heard it, hear it. All the guys here, all the guys here, from me to the last guy in the room, we all have the potential to develop six packs. But not all of us do. Jenk <laughs> is happy on that one. <laughs> no, not all of us. Not all of us do and not all of us will. Fact. You know why some of us don't? We don't put in the work. But the potential is in us. If you hit the gym and you do the workout, your physique will change. But all of us won't go to the gym. Some will, some will not. But the fact that this guy looks like the specimen of a man does not mean, it looks great, I mean, does not mean, now let no, no, the fact that he looks, the, now he looks like this, and then you put someone else beside him, and you say, oh my goodness. The difference is the work. The difference is the discipline. The difference is the resilience. The difference is the persistence. The difference is the mentality. Not because God favors him over this man. Let me not point. Not because God, I'm, about to, I'm about to go too far. No, not because God favors him over these people. Uh, but, but, but it's the mentality. I want to say mentality. There is a mentality that he has. This mentality is what drives him every day. This mentality is what puts him in the gym. This mentality is what makes him work out. This mentality is what causes him to do what is necessary to develop the potential in him. But if he stops, his six-packs will turn into something else. <laughs> Are you getting the thing? So when you, when you say, I've got the potential to rise in God. I've got the potential to do this. I've got the potential to do that. Yes, you do. But revelation is the thing that changes our mentality. And that revelation becomes your driving force. It becomes your propeller. It becomes the thing that makes you wake up in the morning and you know what ought to be done. You now set right priorities in your life. You are not putting last things first and first things last. Potential. Can someone shout amen? amen? You are born of God. So you have the nature. You have the attributes. You have the, 
the characteristics of God. You can think like God. You can talk like God. You can act like God. You can react like God. You can behave like God. You can do things like God because God's nature is in you. Second Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new what? Creation. The word there is a new species of being. He's a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. Amen. So the way to come into this nature, the way to come into this supernatural life, it's only one way. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth, in him will not perish but have what verse 16 says for god did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through his son might be saved the only way you can come into this this supernatural life is through salvation in christ he that has the son has life he that hath not the Son does not have life. All the stuff that's happening globally, you cannot deal with them in your natural ability. I don't care your nationality. I don't care the passport you carry. I don't care your color. I don't care your education. I don't care you have two PhDs. The devil don't, does not care about your degrees. These are spiritual things. And the only way to come into this supernatural life is by giving your life over to this supernatural God. And He is the one that will change you from the inside out. And He will plant His nature in you. And when His nature is planted in you, the Bible says in Colossians chapter 1 verse number 13, that He has delivered us from the power of darkness and He has translated us transferred us, moved us, transported us into the kingdom of his son of his love in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. Praise God. If you've never given your life to Jesus, I'm not going to ask you to close your eyes and bow down your heads. If you've never come into this supernatural life and you want to do that today or maybe you came into this life once upon a time but you've become lukewarm you've you've just not been living right you you've been one foot in the church and one foot in the world you've been dancing to the tune of the church and dancing to the tune of the world but today you want to say i want to be totally sold out to jesus i want his nature operating in me i don't just want to carry this as a potential on the inside but i want to see this potential activated in and through me or maybe you come into this place, your mind says you're good, your heart says no you're not. The Bible says that if your heart condemn you, God is greater than your heart. Today, God wants to give you peace that passeth all understanding. God wants to fill you with his life. God wants to fill you with his peace. God wants to fill you with his nature. God wants to fill you with who he is. If you would give your life to him today. If there's anyone that fits into any of the categories that I just mentioned, first time salvation, rededication, assurance of salvation. If that is you, Pastor God will pray with me. Lift up your hands. Anyone like that? Anyone like that? Is there anybody? You can actually stand on your feet and we shall pray. Is there anybody? Is there anybody? We are all good, right? Wonderful. Now, those that are watching on the internet, maybe there's somebody that's watching right now or somebody that will watch in the days, the weeks, the months, and even the years to come that will pray this prayer with me. 
if that's you lift up your right hand to heaven that's where your help comes from and i want you to say this prayer and i want you to say it out loud and i want you to mean it say dear heavenly father i come unto you now in the name of jesus i believe with my heart and i confess with my mouth that jesus christ is the son of god he came in the flesh he died on the cross he was buried on the third day he rose again for my justification lord jesus come into my heart forgive all my sins wash and cleanse me with your blood let me never ever be the same again i turn my back on the world on sin on the devil and i will follow you all the days of my life fill me with your spirit and grant me your holy boldness. I thank you for the nature of God that is coming to me right now. I believe that I am born again. I'm a child of God. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you prayed that prayer with me, as a servant of the Most High God, and based upon the blood of Jesus and the authority of the Word of God, and the confession of your own mouth, I want to say to you that you are forgiven all your sins have been washed away by the blood of Jesus and Jesus Christ has become your Lord and your master I want to encourage the writers on the chat line let us know you prayed and let us know that you are serving the Lord in truth and in spirit God bless you I love you amen have you been blessed today wonderful